Hey there, welcome back to the Elevate EV podcast, the podcast that takes you on an electrifying ride through the world of electric cars, sustainability, and in this particular episode, personal triumph over range anxiety. In this episode, I talked to Viva Vacker, who in 2016 took off in a converted all-electric VW Golf dubbed the Blue Bandit to tackle the notion that EVs can't drive very far. And tackle this myth he did with a Dutch tenacity and passion for adventure that arguably could be likened to that of explorer Abel Tasman. By the time he finished his trip three years later in 2019, he had travelled 100,000 kilometres through 34 different countries, including perhaps most notably across the vast desert stretches of Australia, bereft of EV charging infrastructure. His quest was funded solely by the kindness of strangers who offered to hook him up with a meal, a place to sleep or charge for the Blue Bandit via his website, plugmeinproject.com. The trip took him as far north as the upper tip of Norway and right down to Bluff near Invercargill in New Zealand's most southerly reaches. In my recent visit to Amsterdam, I was lucky enough to catch up with Weber. To my great joy, he was looking after the Blue Bandit for its original owner and he offered to give me a lift to the airport. Although my recording gear was on the blink, because the Blue Bandit is characteristically quiet, I was able to record a chat with Viva in the car using nothing but my phone. So forgive the background hum, but it's all part of the journey, so to speak. In this episode, Viva recounts the adventures he's had with the Blue Bandit. Forget self-driving cars and AI gimmicks, Viva's Blue Bandit is a symbol of pure electric driving. Since completing its remarkable journey from the Netherlands to New Zealand, the Blue Bandit held a nine-month prize position in the VW Museum in Wolfsburg, Germany, and it has also overcome battery issues after its many kilometres on the road. As well as touching on Blue Bandit's adventures, Viva and I also reflect on the changing landscape of electric vehicles in the Netherlands, where EVs now make up a third of all car sales. Viva highlights the positive mindset and green attitude that has propelled the popularity of EVs in his home country, along with progressive policy from government. Discover how this small country has made EVs mainstream with a charging station on nearly every corner, leaving behind the outdated fear, uncertainty and doubt that still plagues Australia. Lastly, Viva reveals that he has almost finished his upcoming book, a captivating memoir that not only recounts his pioneering EV road trip, but also the human triumphs and lessons learned along the way. I'll add a link to Viber's website in the show notes so you can follow him there to find out when his book becomes available. So get ready to spark your curiosity and ignite your passion for sustainable transportation. This is the Elevate EV podcast, the podcast that drives change one electric kilometre at a time. Okay, hello guys. I am, would you believe it or not, here with Viva Vaca in Amsterdam, who's very kindly um, offered to pick me up, not plug me in, but <laughs> but um, About to plug you out, but plug me, <laughs> plug me out of Amsterdam, um, drive me to the airport in no less than the Blue Bandit. So uh, thanks for agreeing to do this with me, Viva. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a while since uh, we first met. Yeah. Uh, can you remember where we first uh, met? Yeah, in, in Byron Bay, I think it was. Yeah. Right in, uh, so it was 2018. I think so. And yeah. actually right next to the solar train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they gave me a tour on the, on the 
the show notes out your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you, it was fun. You'd driven yeah. all the way across Australia in the Blue Bandit. Yeah. So can you tell, maybe you can tell us what the Blue Bandit's been up to? What What is the Blue Bandit? Uh, so the Blue Bandit is uh, yeah, my beloved car that I made my uh, journey from the Netherlands to New Zealand eventually in. And it's uh, yeah, retrofitted Volkswagen Golf station wagon. And I did the conversion back in 2009. Uh, so for that time, it had okay specs, like 37 kilowatt hours battery, 200 kilometers range. Uh, but that was it, just a car that drives electric, no fancy self-driving or AI or whatever stuff. It's just a car that drives electric. Well, I still don't want to change her for, for any other car. And um, yeah, uh, after my trip, um, I took it back home and it has been in the Volkswagen Museum in, in Wolfsburg in Germany for a while. And after that uh, I gave it back to the owner um, because I borrowed it from someone, it was never my own car. And um, yeah, then um, yeah, start, I, well, it was really hard to give her back of course because like we really grew a relationship. So yeah, it felt a bit like a relationship and last year she gave me the silent treatment because she had some battery issues, but like with any other good love story, we consult. <laughs> so we find a way to uh, to fix the battery. And actually, it's just since this Monday, so that's four days ago, I uh, um, drove it for the first time in a, in a year. Uh, the owner is on holidays. This is really a coincidence. Yeah, that it's you were really able a coincidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so she still yeah. got the same battery? No, no. We we swapped her for a new one, but like a second. Um, also a second life battery which was from another um, car which came from the same series as, as this car there were 50 of these cars made and one that still had battery which was okay so we put that in because after the trip we inspected it and there were a lot of cells which were swollen and it was really dangerous to ah. drive on, on that pack. So, so I'm looking at the odometer right now and it says nearly 250,000 is that kilometers? Yeah, yeah kilometers yeah mm. yeah so it's, it's only lot. just got a new battery and that's how many kilometers have yeah, it done? Not more than 10,000 10, K. You know, we've still got so much um, misinformation and I don't know, do you know the term FUD? Fear, uncertainty, oh, and yeah. doubt? Yeah, yeah. We've got so much of that in Australia soon. So we just, in June, had 8.8% EV sales. I think it's maybe 34% okay. here in Netherlands 34? now. Okay, yeah. I was really excited yesterday. I walked from, like, through Jordaan to Central. Yeah. Up uh, the Bloemgracht. Bloemgracht, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there was so many EVs, but also so many we just don't have oh, in yeah. Australia. Like I saw a yeah. Mustang, a Mustang Mach-E, yeah. another Ford, and uh, Lincoln Co. Have Lincoln you heard Co. of those? Yeah, yeah, I use them a lot. Like they, they have this lease system that you can power them also. Yeah. And, and it's really convenient. I love I, that. I think some, yeah. of, some of them are plug-in hybrids, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have the fully electric ones here. I saw some VWs. I saw an ID3, an ID4, and an ID Buzz. ID Buzz? Yeah. It's been sold a few times now. They just released that a few months ago. And uh, yeah, also a lot of Chinese brands are really, oh, really? taking over the okay. series, like uh, BYD, Neo. Oh, um, I didn't see any BYDs uh, or okay. Neos. Yeah, they're really. I would have been really excited here. to see a Neo. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, keep an eye uh, out for one now. There's an ID yeah. for driving past us right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, there was 
There was such a big difference. Like I started my trip in 2016, and back then you saw a Tesla once a month, and I was like, oh wow, there there goes a Tesla. And then I came back at the end of 2019, and right when I arrived at the airport, I was outside. There were like 50 Tesla taxis, and then we went on the highway driving home, and literally, yeah, a few times a minute there were different electric cars passing by. I was like, wow, it's well, in just three years it, it changed a lot. Right. And now we're ready four years later and now it's uh, it's very common here now like it's i mean obviously europe has fuel efficiency standards which means the mm -hmm. car makers have to sell certain amounts of electric cars but yeah. do you think the attitude towards electric cars do people talk about it in a positive way or yeah definitely um i think yeah over here people have a bit more of a green green mindset i think that's what's what started it and in the beginning like the government did a lot of to push charging stations and infrastructure so yeah people saw that and it's a very small country so it's quite you know you don't need to cover hundreds of, of kilometers over here so it's very convenient to have an electric car here so people don't and, uh, worry about range anxiety no not at all that, that here that, that totally doesn't exist anymore um, yeah as you probably see like literally on every corner of the street there's a charging station mm. and nearly every fuel station has a fast charger so you can find one like every 20k or something so there's really like no, range anxiety that doesn't exist in here. I really no. noticed it on the Bloomgrub like there was dotted along the canal side of the road mm -hmm. there were charges every I don't know 50 meters or something we have a term in Australia icing which is yeah. when someone parks their ice vehicle yeah. their internal combustion vehicle in a EV parking spot that doesn't happen here. Oh, hardly happens anymore. No, no. In the beginning, uh, that that happened, but like also ICE owners are are more aware of it now, and they understand that it's for for electric cars, and that it's quite inconvenient if you uh, park over there. And besides, you you get a fine now if you yeah. park your and ICE maybe your car towed away. The fine the fine is quite high over here. So yeah. Uh, and maybe well, those people are also thinking I'm probably get an electric car next yeah from 2030 uh, ice cars will not be sold here yeah anymore yeah um, so yeah I think most people here are positive towards uh, towards EVs so do you know anything about those street charges you know it seems like in Australia we're still trialing yeah if street charges will work okay and I can't help but think it's clear that they do. Mm -hmm. Do you know, was it easy to install the street chargers? Is there electricity already running uh, along the canals? Definitely, yeah, I don't, there's the electricity infrastructure is quite good so I don't think there have been much problems with installing uh, yeah. these charging stations. Yeah. So what have you been up to since you uh, finished your big drive? So I came back uh, 20, September 2019 and uh, it was good timing because just like five months later it was COVID and stuff. Since the moment I returned home I was uh, invited by a company to speak about uh, my trip. It was really fun to share my story and inspire people with that. And um, I did, back then I didn't even know that was a profession. Sustainability or not only sustainability but I also speak about like 
perseverance and how to achieve goals and uh, yeah. collaboration and stuff like that, which is also a big aspect of my trip. I interviewed uh, you a couple of times when you were on that trip and I remember mm -hmm. speaking to you, I think you were somewhere in the outback and the car had run out of juice. I know, definitely like in outback Australia, it happened a few times that uh, the distance I need to cover was way more than the, than the range of my car. You'll be pleased to know now that the NRMA are going to actually install chargers down the centre of Australia. In the centre of Australia, yeah. Uh, yeah. So how are they going to do that with connecting that to the grid? Going to have some off-grid sites. Off-grid, They're okay. going to look at doing solar and uh, batteries maybe. Yeah. Oh, and good. and okay. have some sort of Wi-Fi connection, maybe a satellite disk, oh, wow. so that the cards will work. Oh, that's good. I've been writing a book about my trip, and uh, gonna release that uh, next year. Maybe I should do like book promo a book tour, tour in yeah. Australia and do the same trip again, that's but then with another car and a bit quicker. <laughs> what would you choose? What would you choose uh, if you could have any EV to do uh, it in? Well, the Cybertruck or something. Like oh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. They've just made the first Australia. one. Yeah, I saw they? that, yeah. I think they're still doubting if it will be sold in, in uh, Europe. So Australia might be. I think it's perfect, the same in uh, Australia. Well, apparently yeah, uh, they've designed the, what do you call it, behind the dash? Uh, the firewall the, is oh, as, yeah, the, it's asymmetrical. In oh, the photos, okay. so yeah. there's still a lot of questions about whether they'll make it in oh. right hand drive. I can <laughs> see in front of us is a Mustang Mach E right now, oh, and right. an EQC 400 just drove past yeah. us. Just normal. Yeah. yeah. So, how's yeah. the book coming along? Yeah, it's really in, in the final stages. Yeah, I've been working over two years right now. We're really happy with that because we've been working on it for, for ages. Put a lot of energy and effort into it, and yeah, I think it kept captivates my story really well. It's not just about electric cars, but also like the whole the human aspect of my trip. Yep. And all the adventures that I had, and all the life lessons that I, that I learned from my trip. And it's also a very personal story. Like when I was doing my trip, I shared a lot of social media, but I was never very personal about, personal about what I felt and everything and what I went through, because it was definitely not always uh, easy. So in this book, I'm getting more into detail about uh, about that and uh, yeah i'm a bit nervous also to publish it because putting it uh, all out there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you uh, have a yeah. title for it yeah i do have a title in dutch but i cannot translate it to english because there's a bit of play with words and stuff so i don't have an english title yet so we've got to keep an eye out everyone for viva vaca's book once i get this podcast all sorted and online there might be a link to oh, share, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. How yeah. soon do you think until it's published? Uh, yeah, it will be a while because the Dutch version will be in March. Okay. And then the English one will be only be six months later. And so it's will like it more than a, a year from now. Will something. it be a, a proper, like a physical book? Or? Yeah, it will be a physical book, functional text, and it will have photos and maps and stuff. Uh, I remember you took a drone with you. Oh. It had really great photos yeah. that went with your trip. Yeah. Uh, I've had long conversation with that with my publisher because I wanted to like a lot of text and a lot of photos, but it doesn't work if you want a really book that you want to read. Yeah. So it definitely will be some of my best photos, but also like considering maybe do like a coffee table book all my all my photos because there's so many. So it will be nice to have next to the normal book. It was really inspiring your trip, and we're just arriving at 
Schiphol or yeah, Schiphol, yeah. What's it called? Schiphol Airport yeah. right now. We just got passed by a Mustang Mackey taxi. One thing I've really noticed is that there's a lot of taxis that are all electric. Yeah. So I, I guess that means that there's probably quite a good second-hand EV market here uh, now. Yeah, it's starting to come. Yeah, definitely. You can get now some decent offers. So, yeah, that's also nice. Cool. Well, thanks, Biba. Yeah, I'm really pleasure. glad I was able to catch up with you. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you decide to do that Australian book tour... Yeah. Yeah, you have yeah, to let yeah, us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah I will definitely let you know. <laughs> yeah, let's stay in touch about that. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Elevate EV podcast. Before you go, if you found this episode informative and engaging, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast to stay updated on future episodes. And please don't hesitate to reach out to let me know what you liked or if you have any questions and I'll do my best to answer them on the next episode. You can find my contact details in the show notes. Thanks again and hope you tune in again next time.